Welcome everybody to a very special podcast here in the wrestling world. It's me, Lawrence, with the main man, Martin, and we're going to review a very special WrestleMania here in WrestleMania season. Martin, it's my first podcast in three months. Unbelievable. I've not done one for ages. How are you doing? I'm good. You were going to say something else, and then you thought, no, I'm just going to say wrestling world. The wrestling world, it it never ends, Mark. The wrestling world's always there. The wrestling world never stops turning. It never does. Not even for Christmas or or anything. So, uh, so, how you been, Mark? You all right? I'm good. I'm good. I've been watching a lot of AEW and some WWE and no TNA. And yeah, it's all good. Are you hyped for this year's WrestleMania? I mean, yeah, I, I think you kind of have to be because it's WrestleMania. Yeah. Even if it's shit, it's WrestleMania. That's, yeah. that's the problem is that it's the it's difficult because it's the biggest event in the year and it's where everything resets. And yeah, you kind of have, even if you're not excited for it, you have to be excited for it. You always have to check ex- it out, don't you? Yeah. I'm not as excited for it as I was for the Royal Rumble because the Royal Rumble is the best event of the year. Yeah. It, it is. Um, but, you know, I'm, I'm still I'm still pumped. I think it's going to be interesting. I think there's some weird choices for matches, but that's I mean that's a whole different discussion. Yeah, yeah. some some of it is we're quite, not, quite we're weird. Is there not like, like a showcase match or something going on? That's, there, sound... that's what I mean. There, that there sounds are two, rubbish. There are two four-way tag matches, a men's and a women's, and it's like that. The only reason that would exist is so they can get as many people on the card as possible to have their big WrestleMania payday. Yeah, yeah, rubbish. It's very weird, but yeah, so. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I, I, I think you have to watch it, but yeah. Are you still using my network login to watch it? I am. <laughs> <laughs> Although, breaking news, I no longer give a shit about NXT. There we go. Oh, wow. I don't know if I ever I will watch. I will watch NXT Stand and Deliver because yeah. it's part of WrestleMania weekend. Yeah. But, um, but yeah. No, I don't. Yeah. No. I've, uh, I've not seen any of it, so I've had a bit of a, a, bit, had a wee bit of a wrestling cleanse. I've kept up to date with stuff. A uh, little bit of time, over time away from the uh, podcast microphone. Um, but yeah, it's good to be recording a first podcast for a while and diving back into it. I think I yeah. I, I dived into it last year, uh, right through they went through the planet Earth and came out the other side, and then dived back in even more. So it was it's a bit brutal on the older. Uh, all the time but i'm glad to be back now doing this and you know starting starting afresh with a with a a podcast talking about a dvd that i owned in i think i do you know what i owned it i actually do you know what i've gone on a bit of a binge of buying like gamecube games Ooh. that only have to be japanese ones and i found wrestlemania 19 on the gamecube in Japanese. Really? Which, by the way, well, is what we're reviewing today. We haven't said. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that, we should point that out. We're not reviewing the game. No. Because it's 20, 20 years ago. Yes. WrestleMania 15. 20 years and three days as the day of us yeah. recording this. Yeah. So Was that game um, good? No. That's why I didn't buy it. Oh. Because <laughs> the box is nice because it's Japanese, but no. Right, so yeah. I think I did own this on DVD. I think I did own this. I had, definitely had 18. But I think I had this on DVD as well. I think I had this on. I well, how I remembered I had it on DVD as we go through this. Uh, WWE's favorite band, Limp Biscuit and Crack Addict, the song that was on the <laughs> DVD menu. Just right now, let's go, you and me, whatever it is. That, that really weird song was on the DVD menu on a loop. So that's how oh, I remembered yeah. I had it on DVD. And I think this DVD was one where you put it in a. If you put it on your shelf of DVDs, it would create a picture. 
Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there was a bunch of them where you, you could build up. There was a set where you yeah. could have WrestleMania written across in big. Yeah, I think, yeah. Hang on. I think I seem to remember giving that set away when I worked for Fighting Spirit magazine. Really? I had like, I had like five sets of it. Wow. Yeah, giving that away to, to readers. I don't know if it was all the WrestleMania. I think it was like that year's events or something. I, I can't remember. It was something like that. I, I don't know. But I definitely had this because I remember. Well, yeah. they've probably released so many sets for WrestleManias and all sorts, haven't they? Yeah. I'm, I'm going to be brutally honest with you. So when you said to me, when you messaged me, you said, Mark, let's review WrestleMania 19. Yeah. I said to you, why? This is shit. <laughs> And I'm going to be brutally honest. I've watched it again now. It's not that bad. No, mate. I think it's really it's good. It's definitely better than 18. Not that bad. I seem to remember it being terrible. But watching it back again, I'm kind of like, actually, do you know what? It wasn't that bad. It had its moments of being, Jesus Christ, get this off my television. Yes. But I think those moments are moments that are very obvious and of a time yes and don't happen anymore no 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 to a degree i remember messaging and i said oh well, i think it's got well hbk and jericho's good and i knew i i knew i liked it because of hulk hogan vince that's why i bought yeah. that's why i bought the dvd um uh but yeah no i was i was quite pumped to watch this uh with the idea because i remember i lo- love the setting in safe Cave field i always thought that was really cool because it, it was still light at the start like happens with a lot of the west East Coast, yeah, West yeah. Coast Outdoor. WrestleManias outdoors. And I remember just started getting dark. This is from me watching it years ago when Jericho and um, HBK had their match. Yeah, so, I like I like good. the ones that are outdoors because they re- they give me memories of like SummerSlam '92. Yeah, like that. yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah. That that kind of stuff. But I yeah, like I said, I was genuinely quite shocked when I'd finished watching it. That I was like, actually, do you know what? That wasn't bad. I quite enjoyed that. And a nice time as well, three hours, three hour, three and a half hours. And a lot of it, you can just fast uh, yeah. forward a chaff as well. Just, you know. Well, that's the thing. It was 3.47 and I think I skipped, well, I skipped the obvious parts. Yeah. Which is to say anything that involved Limp Biscuit. And you, and you put it on slow motion for the miller like catfight girls, I heard. <laughs> I mean, there is a point. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. <laughs> Um, one of them's, I'm sorry, her name is not Katana. She can fuck off. <laughs> no, stripping her now. And surely Katana. Katana. What was her, what was her surname? I can't remember. What I can't was. remember, but she was not named after a Japanese sword. That's bullshit. No, definitely not. Definitely not, mate. But it yeah. emanated from Safeco Field on March 30th, 2003, Martin, with 54,097 people in that Safeco Field, which is a bullshit. Safeco Field bullshit. attendance record, bullshit. as they said. Bullshit. Every single one is a fucking attendance field. Every record. WrestleMania's attendance Bollocks. record. Bollocks. Yeah. They, they were probably, I don't know, they, Vince always lies, so never mind. Ashanti performed America the Beautiful. What's your favourite Ashanti you know song? Was, was that in the version on the network? Though? I don't because think I, it was. No, I didn't see that. So I only I read about it on, on Wikipedia. I was like, oh, okay. But that definitely was not in the version I watched. No, no, definitely not. And um, yes, I, I didn't see it on there. Uh, but I, lo- I love the set and the whole, the whole baseball field looked weird. It was all in the corner, wasn't it? They had to come around a big corner to get get to the Yeah, they, they came out of the out of the entrance and had to come around the corner. The, it, again, it was kind of like, like Royal Rumble this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They came out of the dugouts and... Although they didn't come out of the dugouts in this one. There was big screens and stuff. But yeah, but yeah. yeah. I, I do have to wonder who designed the set. Because, you know, after watching 18, 
and then 19 as well. It's like it was all very steel and big metal pylon. Aggressive. And, yeah, and like a giant chandelier. That was that weird. Like what was that thing? Me. So there was this big ch- chandelier thing. I was saying that. I was thinking that. It was like a metal thing just hanging above the ring. It was very weird. I'd have been so pissed if I was in the in the rafters because it's like you can't fucking see anything. Yeah, it's yeah. It's in the way. Yeah, definitely, so, man. Yeah, definitely. not great. But um, I had fond memories of this from my youth of buying. This was in my prime weekly watching wrestling in the early 20, 20 years ago. Unbelievable. We'll just watch SmackDown on Saturday mornings on Sky One. Uh, uh, and then, yeah, this is crazy. Like, that's 20 years ago, Mark, and I bought this on know, DVD. That's the weird thing is that I remember it, and that worries me that it's 20 years ago. Amazing how many, how many of these wrestlers are still wrestling as well. Quite a lot of them oh, are yeah. still, still in the feds yeah. in main roles. The, the wrestling on this week is WrestleMania. Yeah, I saw Matt Hardy on AEW this week, and he doesn't actually look much different. No, no, so, like Brock Lesnar against Omos this, this, this week. Oh, Brock, Brock looks so different now. He does, yeah, yeah. You know, but, you know, like, Ric Flair still looks like Ric Flair, you know. Better hair back then. I was trying to work out, because obviously it's been a long time. So you're watching these things, it's like, okay, when was this? And it's like, okay, well, I think this was mid-evolution. Mm, yeah, anyway, we're skipping ahead. We're skipping ahead. We should we should stick to the old right. Yeah, should we go for it then, Mark? So, Let's but look, fond memories of 2003 WWE for me. Just a year after, no, two years after WCW has been bought up as well. So a lot of WCW yeah. guys in this in this uh, roster. No NWO this year. That was a big part of last year's uh, WrestleMania. And yeah. uh, we had a pre-show match which isn't on the network. Chief Morley Lance Storm with the Dudleys defeated Kane and Rob Van Dam. No, I didn't see that. So it was highlighted a bit. There was a bit in the show where they showed the finish. Yeah, where it seemed to be uh, the Dudleys did a 3D on Lance Storm, and you think, oh great, they're gonna they're gonna give Rob Van Dam the win, and Rob yeah, they yeah. throw Rob into the ring, and then they just kick the shit out of Rob Van Dam and throw Lance Storm on top of him. Yeah, and it didn't make any sense. But it was in, it was on heat, so. Eh. Yeah, no one was really bothered about that. But there we go. That was the pre-show match. But the first match of the card, Martin, was. Coming out dressed as our fe- fe- one of the best Marvel characters, but from not one of the best Marvel movies. Rey Mysterio coming out dressed as Ben Affleck's Daredevil to go against Matt Hardy version one. Did you like was that? The reason- was that the reasoning for it? Because yeah, I was the- I saw him come out as Daredevil and I was like, what on earth caused that? Was that the year of the Ben Affleck? It, it, Daredevil? Yes, it came out in two thousand. It came out earlier, uh, a few months earlier, with the classic oh, Evanescence okay. right. "Bring Me to Life" uh, song as the as the song. It was a pretty cool uh, outfit, I have to say. It was a cool outfit. Shit film. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Terrible. Terrible. I think the director's cut of that is supposed to be quite good. Uh, I've heard, but I've never seen it. Don't say that, because it's not true. It's not as good as the Netflix Daredevil, anyway. No. But, but yeah, Rain Mysterio dressed... uh, If he landed on his head, those horns would have quite hurt, I think. I said... Right. I thought there was something wrong with the network at this point. Because I genuinely thought it was running at one and a half speed. Really? I genuinely thought, this looks too quick. This doesn't seem right. This is weird. They're all moving too quickly. Yes. But no, that is genuinely how quick Rey Mysterio and Matt Hardy... was super fast. What's version one mean? Version one? Matt Hardy version one? So I know what that is. He was Matt Hardy version one. What is that, isn't it? It's the D1 thing. Is it just... Is it... it No, that's Spock. It's that. It's V. V1. V1. V1? Hang on. No, that's that one. That one, V1. There Audio go. listeners, we're doing V1s right now. 
What is Virgil? Is it just a sign? It's nothing no reference to anything. No, because he was like the he was the it was the dawn of the internet, wasn't it? It was like when the internet was coming in. And... Matt eats cucumber dipped in. Hummus. Yeah, hit Matt facts. Yeah, hit you with the Matt facts. Right. I tell you one thing though, I completely forgot that Shannon Moore existed. Yeah, he looked tiny as <laughs> until well. he came out, and then I spent about ten minutes going, "What's his name? I can't remember what his name is." Wasn't he and in he was TNA Matt... in a in a in a in a, <laughs> in a tag team called Ink Ink? <laughs> probably i haven't got with that guy that army guy wasn't it ink ink scarlet no yeah. crimson crimson no i oh. can't remember what the guy's name but it was definitely ink ink was shannon moore's tna tag team <laughs> yeah Sh- shannon moore i completely forgot he existed and i completely forgot that he had a thing with matt Hardy. i just i forgot about that yeah yeah it was like oh he's a blonde guy great that's wonderful it's a good match though i thought for over quite short yeah. only five minutes 37 seconds Fast. It was a very, like I said, it felt like it was running too quickly. And it yeah. was like super fast paced. It almost makes you look back and go, why the hell did they get rid of Cruiserweight? I mean, I know why they got rid of Cruiserweights because Vince fucking hated them. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it was, I thought it was a good match. Again, this was the kind of thing that I watched it and I was like, actually, do you know what? Maybe my memory's, you know, fooling me and this isn't actually as bad as I remember it being. No, I um, thought I thought it was good. They said Matt, so, Matt, Matt yeah. Hardy had to l- lose like thirty five pounds or something to get under the cruiserweight limit every every time he had a match. He had to get underneath the uh, weight limit yeah. for cruiserweight. So I thought it was yeah. quite good. But it was good. It was good. Obviously, it did, you know the fact that he cheated was yeah yeah, yeah just held him held the rope didn't he to pin him. I, think it was. Was, I mean you know you know without wanting to put any spoilers over you know there weren't really a lot of the people you would have hoped to lose the belts didn't yes so you know that was just how it was but um no intercontinental yeah. match on this at all either no us no. title no 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 that that surprised me but yeah because yeah. they tend to put everything on the card when uh but there was the us title who was the who held the us title at that time seen no not seen that i don't know did i mean i'd have to look because um you know there were the us RVD? title no, because he was in the first match, wasn't he? he, would, he would, they would have been... I don't know. They would have had that. But then the Intercontinental title, I got clue. Didn't they retire that at some point for a while? I can't I can't remember. I think so. Who had the hardcore title? I think was that was gone the, by then. When, yeah, I can't remember. I can't remember the, the... I can barely remember what I had for breakfast last week. So I can't remember, mate. I don't know. But uh, it, 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 it's obviously not important because it wasn't on the card. So the exactly. Cruiserweight title was. That was the, that was the main main belt at the time. It was, a, it was a good match. It was a good match. Uh, the next match... I can't say the same about... Well, no, before the next match, let's let's be clear. Yes, it showed... Uh, girls hot, up. Oh, they did. And what was the, the, what's the main event? Uh, Rock and Austin. Hogan and Vince. Right. No, that was later. Oh, this was it? just getting out of a limo. <laughs> They did. Did they argue? The segment here that was just them getting out of a limo, and I was like, "What? What's this?" And I Jerry and Jerry Lawler's just perving over them the whole time. So yeah. it's Taz. And then, and then after the next match, which we'll talk about in a sec, was another segment where they met uh, Tory Wilson and Stacey Keebler. Keebler, and that was a thing. And it's just like, yeah. I also have to say, when we first saw Michael Cole earlier on, just before the first match, he looked like a Backstreet Boy. He was so young. He was. It was shocking. It was actually goatee. shocking. Yeah, little trim goatee. Yeah. And Taz as well, looking, you know, half the size he does now. Yeah, yeah. 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 It was, um, yeah, so we had the catfight girls. Again, they paid, Miller, Miller Light paid a lot of money to advertise on this event, I, I heard. And uh, 
yeah, they, they ended up having these catfight, which must have been a big advertising thing at the time, the catfight girls. Yeah, it was just, it. that is a thing which is like, if you watch this event, it's just like, that is so... Horny men, horny 20-year-olds watching girls horny, in yeah, hardly any clothes. Men. Look at our tits. It just... Well, I don't think they're that old. They're old now. They're the same wrestling fans from 20 years ago watching it. Uh, you know, in AEW now, aren't they? But they're like <laughs> our age going, oh, look, look, look women. It's just, Heart it's that thing music. where it's like, yeah, you know, like all the women in the crowd were just like, okay. And all the men in the crowd were trying to hide their excitement. There weren't many kids. You know how WWE these days cuts to kids all the time. There's hardly, it never cut to kids ever, did it, in this, yeah, this event? No, there was not really. Never, there never. There's a lot of, lot of sad men. <laughs> sad men and just after puberty boys excited yeah. for hardly yeah. any clothes uh and so we had a, we had a uh, highlight from sunday night heat where it showed that uh, nathan jones had been beaten up by the big show and the a-train uh so the, the, the and nunzio and nunzio. Nunzio. yes the, the, sched, the scheduled match which was undertaken nathan jones versus big show and a-train turned into a handicap match martin and to <sighs> and to and to play undertaker out was the WWE's favourite band, as they said twice on this, Limp Biscuit played Rolling Live for The Undertaker. Did you like it, Mark? I fast-forwarded all the way through it. <laughs> it I even had dances in the ring. I despise it. The fact that Fred Durst got in the ring with four women doing the kind of overly exaggerated dancing in tight jean shorts just i was like this is awful and then what i don't get so the undertaker all right let's be clear the undertaker i absolutely hate uh the american badass i hate it really? i think it was I the worst thing the undertaker ever did obviously he wanted to not be dead man. the undertaker anymore but um i thought big evil was awful the bike thing is awful he looked like a fucking redneck <laughs> you know right wing republican voter um why the fuck did he have the american flag what has that got to do with anything he He's wasn't fighting, he wasn't fighting sergeant slaughter no that was... representing iraq it yeah. was literally just him on a bike with a flag Celebrate i'm surprised it was a fucking confederate flag to be honest god yeah imagine um, that rides down to the ring far too fast i would have you know hoped he crashed into it quite frankly a health and safety nightmare martin yeah, but it was just so weird. And then he gives Fred Durst a hug and it's like, please just fuck off. Oh, man, please. imagine if they're like, you team with me, Fred Durst. Nathan Jones has been beating up. Now, am I right in thinking that in one of the games around this time, Fred Durst was a playable character? I believe I he be was. I would surprised if he was secret, if it was secret. In like, if it was 2003, that would have been... Would that have been Here Comes the Pain? Here Comes the Pain. That, ooh, there was one with, I felt, just going back to my Hulk Hogan time, there's one where I made Hulk Hogan in the games. He wasn't in it yet. And then there was Here Comes yeah. the Pain. And Raw 2 was about to come out on the Xbox, which was a bloody brilliant game. That was a good one. Remember that one? Because this was just after, um, this was just after uh, the brand split. Yes. This couple was years just after. after. No, one year after. Yeah, this this wasn't long after that. Um, this was just after WWF became WWE. Yeah. Um, SmackDown, here comes the pain. Was two thousand three. Yes, it would have been that one. So, with Brock on the front. So we would have had this. This WrestleMania was just after SmackDown shuts your mouth, which I genuinely don't remember. <laughs> SmackDown uh, shut your mouth. Get the game. SmackDown shut your mouth 
was I don't remember that at all. I don't even remember that being a thing. I remember it being SmackDown. You know, it was known as Exciting Pro Wrestling Four in Japan. Was it really? So that, um, but yeah, it doesn't say about who was a secret character. I'm uh, sure Fred Durst was in one of these games. Uh, it had themes. Uh, had uh, loads of. It had Cypress Hill. It had saliva. It had loads of different things. Jerry Lawler. Yeah, no, Here Comes the Pain was, was 2003, which was the one. Let's be clear. SmackDown, this is going off in a complete fucking tad. Uh, SmackDown, Here Comes the Pain is the best SmackDown game. Uh, I don't know if Fred Durst was in it. He was in w- just WF SmackDown, according to uh, the the information superhighway. Oh, okay. SmackDown, okay. just bring it. Oh, that was that was PS1. Wow. SmackDown, wow. just bring it. He'd been around for ages. Yeah, time. yeah, yeah. So, but no, I don't remember. I don't remember. Shut your mouth. But here comes the pain. Was great. But um, yeah, I just don't. I'm not a fan. Or if I watch, if I watch a wrestling show, I want to watch a wrestling show. And when they go, and now here's a band. I'm just like, our, all right, our well, favorite go, band, Martin. Yeah, I'm gonna go for a piss. You finish, and I'll come back. So, I really, yeah. I, I'm not a fan of big, of big, big evil Undertaker. I hate Fred Durst. I hate Limp Bizkit. So for me, and the thing is, this match is notorious. I remembered as I watched through the show. This show is famous for various things. Yeah, yeah. And one of them is this match being notoriously awful. Yeah, I mean, there's Undertaker- a- only 11 and 11 and 0 yeah they start talking about the streak don't they in this they mentioned it the year before weren't they when we saw rick flair versus undertaker that was 10 and i wasn't yeah. that was the first time he put the fingers up when he went like this yeah put fingers up for 10 and it was 11 this started year. being a thing yeah, yeah it started being thing. Uh, but um no it was uh i think big show all- tries to do a runner doesn't he and then nathan jones comes down and kicks him in the face no then- he didn't do a runner no no they were gonna kick the crap out they were finishing undertaker off and then Big Show saw Nathan Jones coming down oh, the road, yeah. ring, coming down the ramp, which makes. I mean, I need to. I would need to look this up, but I distinctly remember the reason for this match not happening was because Nathan Jones was shit. Yeah, they were worried Nathan Jones would mess it up. They gave him like um, two moves: the kick and then a big boot when he got in the ring. I'm gonna look it up right now while we're talking. And then when Undertaker went for the tombstone on Albert, you can hear him go, "Help me, help me!" Because I think Albert's a big heavy <laughs> man. Why was Nathan Jones removed from WrestleMania? They pulled him. Uh, yeah, there you go. The real reason for him not being in the match may have been due to his in-ring ability not being up to scratch. Oh, bloody hell. <laughs> he was shit. He was shit and he was in a Brad Pitt movie, wasn't he? Like a gladiator I, or something. I don't remember. Oh, uh, yes. Um, wasn't No, hang on. Wasn't he one of the big guys that Russell Crowe killed? Oh, was it that one? I don't know. It was no, or, no, it was Troy. No, it was Troy. That's was got Brad Pitt. Pitt. Yeah, it was the one with Troy where Brad Pitt did the jumpy thing and he stabs him in the neck. Yeah, and yeah. Dropped down dead. Yeah, yeah. But basically, he was shit. Yeah, gave and him two moves to do. They gave him two moves and he was crap at those. And yeah, it was he was only there because Vince has a hard-on for... Muscly yeah, men. Big, muscly men. Hmm. So... Yeah, that was bullshit. It was, it was. I mean, I this liked... is this was shit though. This is shit. So you got quite a good starter. Then this match, and it's like, oh man, this is quite. Yeah, shit. but it's the other thing, isn't it? I mean, even even the shit stuff wasn't unwatchable. Well, that, we did have Fred Durst, 
Although I, Munsteg was fast back then as well. He was fast. Yeah. I, I, I happily fast forwarded through that and what, just watched the match. And, you know, it was what it was. Big Show was Big Show and Albert was Albert and Harry and whatever. Mm, not a nice was, man. The thing was, it's like he was clearly just there to, to be the one to get the crap kicked out of him. Yeah. Because. Yeah, Big Show was never. Big Show was giant back then as well. Like, no, no, he was a giant, but he was massive, wasn't he? Big, big, big fat, quite fat. Yeah, yeah. So no, I mean, it was, it was fine. It was what it was. It was. It, this is the weird thing: is that all, a lot of the matches with big names in were not the things that were good. No, I mean, if you think you got to think about it as well, though, you've got like Undertaker just in a tag team match earlier on in the card, and like Rey Mysterio, the the roster here in the WWE, you got people like Rob Van Dam isn't even in, in WrestleMania. Like it's a stacked, yeah. stacked roster. Unbelievable. This is probably one of the best rosters they ever had in the history of WWE. I think. Yeah, it's like you said. It's a, it's weird how a lot of people are still around now. There's loads. Yeah. Like Trish, Still. Trish, Trish. In the next match, you got Trish defeat Victoria and Jazz. Jazz only yeah. just finished wrestling, and Trish is wrestling this year's WrestleMania. Yeah, Jazz has just re- well, not just retired, but you know, a couple of years ago, fairly, fairly recently retired. And Victoria turned up on TNA the other week, or Impact, didn't she? As well, yeah. I like Victoria. I used to have a massive crush on Victoria. Yes, I wasn't so sure about the whole look at me. I'm a bit crazy because I'm holding my head sideways and going. Eh. Yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, I like Victoria. She was good. Jazz was a oh. beast as well. This, oh, was a good, was... this was a women's evolution before the women's evolution this match, I felt. This is the annoying thing, is that out of the three people in this match, Trish is the least talented. Yeah, yeah. She obviously has the most, the biggest talents, but that's not, that's what Vince puts her there for. She's, she's not actually, she was all right at what she did, but if you watch, she actually spent most of the match just throwing punches. Yeah, did not doing a lot. Not... She got better though. Yeah, it's not not great, but uh, but Victoria, it was always great. Jazz was an absolute machine. She um, was, and it's disappointing that she didn't hold the title for longer than she ever and did. Stevie Richards runs in and tries to hit someone with a chair, and then it bounces off the ropes and hit himself. I don't get what that was about. I no. don't get that. At all. It was funny. Don't get me wrong, but it's just it's like, what was the point of that? But it was honestly, this was actually an all right match. It was a good match, and especially for the time with WWE's women's wrestling, when you've got like the like catfight girls on this card, and they could have easily have just done something like that or done more sexy women stuff if they wanted this, to, but this they counted. didn't. Yeah. yeah, this did count around. You had a proper three-way women's match, um, yeah. and it was quite hard-hitting. And, and yeah, Trish won. She wasn't the best worker in the match, but she was the biggest star, arguably, and that's what the WrestleMania is about, I guess. It kind of felt like the finish came out of nowhere. I get that her finishing move was basically a big kick. Yeah. But it was like, it was going, it was going. She was doing, you know, Victoria tried the widow's peak. Um, it didn't work. And then Trish just kicked her in the face and that was it. And it's like, uh, is that it? Okay. All right. But yeah, no, for, for what it was, yeah, it was enjoyable. At the time in 2003 WWE, this was this was good. I, I thought it was good. Yeah, exactly. It. That's the thing. This was this was what was what passed for the uh, the height of women's wrestling. Yeah, definitely, mate. Definitely. All right, Mark. So then the next match we had, Martin, was Team Angle, Charlie Hassan, Shelton Benjamin defeated Chris Benoit and Rhino and Los Guerreros, Charlo yes. and Eddie. Charlo and yes. Eddie, Matt Rowe matching trunks. Really cool. And they were. Oh. When you think of Eddie Guerrero, you never think of these like him as a tag team, Chavo. 
No, I, I the thing is, the Los Guerreros thing kind of reminds me of um, the guys, you know, when uh, Juventud Guerrero and that lot were all riding yeah. around on lawnmowers, which is a bit cheesy. And, yeah. you know, the fact that they were all in, you know, their their intro music and their video was like them Damn. in a car ding, and ding, jumping around. Ding, it was a bit kind of like, ding, ding, yeah. You know, it was a bit cheesy. But, I mean, they were great. Uh, Benoit and Rhino feeling like a team that's just stuck together. Yeah, I mean, Rhino is always great. The man's built like a fucking sideboard. Yeah. He's amazing. He doesn't look any different now. No, he looks he's... a slight bit wider, but still chunky. Yeah. But, yeah, they they just felt like, like two guys that they'd thrown together. Yeah. Um, and Team Angle were badass. You know, I, I like... I mean, this was obviously early days Team Angle before they became the world's greatest tag team. Yeah. But, um, yeah, they, it just the, the signs of promise were already there. Yeah, yeah. Again, though, it's such a shame that you know, just like Ray and Matt and Matt had to cheat to win. It didn't feel like they did the work here. No, I mean, everyone else didn't. They were only put together early that year for um, for as a tag team to support Kurt Angle and going into Romania because he had the bad neck. Um, But. Like you said, it did feel like oh, what who, was it? Rhino or someone done the gore, didn't it? Rhino, Rhino, Rhino got two gores. Yeah, and, and, the, and after the second gore, he got taken out, and someone just came in. And yeah, Charlie Haas came in and just uh, got the pin, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, I, I don't, I get that they were technically the bad guys because obviously they were Angle, you know. Well, but Angle would, Angle was played off a bit more sympathetically. Yeah, this was the thing that got me. I mean, rewinding back very quickly because i know we've we've got to be quick um the very start of wrestlemania did not for me and this is the intro package yeah it's all about the significance yes. of WrestleMania yes and and what it means to people and that did absolutely nothing to excite me about what i was about to watch no it did nothing to go hey you should be paying attention to this match and this match and this is why you want to be you want to care about the story going on here it didn't make me care about those things at all. It was just trying to hype up the fact that, oh, WrestleMania is important. Important to these guys. But it yeah. did do that before some of the key matches. Not so many, much for yeah. these matches. Going into the next match after this tag match with, with um, Sean and Jericho. It yes. did those, that's when the Fed were amazing about their pre-match packages. And it was like, oh, yeah. I'm pumped for this match. But this that's tag match thing. didn't really do it either. No, the tag match was weird. Uh, but I mean, it was a good match. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Again, Rhino and, and Benoit just felt stuck together. You know, the bit like something you get on AEW now, triple threat tag match type thing. That's just that's the problem. You see, like the, back in the day, this as a triple threat tag match was a big deal. It was yeah. like, oh, this is big these three big teams. And now you've got Tony Khan throwing you know that kind of a match, All you know, paper quality match, literally opening dynamite. I don't like watching Chris Benoit matches though. It does make you think. I just don't really want to watch it. I'm like, I can't watch this. I'm just not. I, yeah. you know. It does make you look back and go, yeah. It's kind of like, you know, a bad, bad comparison. Okay. Because all of his stuff was shit. But imagine sitting watching, you know, 60s and 70s glam rock and listening to Gary Glitter and going, yeah, this is all right. <laughs> This is fine, isn't it? Weirdly, though, That's at sports weird. events, Gary Glitter's still played. I can't believe it. He makes loads of money from it. Come on, come on. It's weird. Exactly. Like, do you want to be in my gang? No. Yeah. No, I really don't, Gary. No, I don't, Gary. But I don't want to be in your gang at all. I'll play your music at an ice hockey game in America so you can still make loads of money and all those Americans want to be in your gang still. 
it's a bit, yeah. bit weird they should stop that <laughs> goodness me it is like um, that mate yeah you don't you don't really uh sadly that's the truth is it you think it when i think of ben well i think of what he did and gary glitter i don't really listen to you don't, don't, don't think about what you did because no. that would put you in prison <laughs> don't do that <laughs> gross um but yeah no think you, you can't not think ben of the evil matches are hard to watch. yeah ben more matches are hard to watch yes definitely it's yeah. just that, that's just a fact of life yeah so. but uh yeah not very but whereas nice, nathan right. jones matches are hard to watch for a different reason so. definitely yeah yeah and uh, the million fight like catfight girls matches are hard to watch for a completely different for a very reason. different reason <laughs> <laughs> all right then martin so then the next match we had for me was one of the highlight matches and like we said at the start of this podcast would be one of the keys when you said why are you watching this shitty wrestlemania i said well it has got hbk jericho on it and this yeah. match was bloody brilliant martin absolutely brilliant i loved it the story before it was really good uh i thought the guys worked amazing together and sean michaels coming out in his fate my favorite style sean michaels with those like tight uh, uh trousers they will and and the, and the baggy <laughs> boots i don't know why i thought when he went to the baggy ones it, it didn't look as good um, no i've got i've got to be honest so this i knew this match was good that's yeah. fine it's Jericho and it's I mean right let's be clear though it wasn't as good if you want to fast forward and fast forward to five more years it's about no seven years when when Jericho was in his suit yeah and he was talking about HBK's wife and all that kind of stuff that was was prime prime HBK Jericho yeah this one I mean I wasn't really a massive fan of this Shawn Michaels because he started to look a bit old. He's got the cropped hair. He was clearly overly tanned and a bit skinny. Yes. You know, he looked too skinny as opposed to muscly. Yes. Um, and the worst thing was, if you look at the graphic, um, I don't, you know, obviously I don't know. It's not something you ought because it was completely weird. The graphic that came up before the show or before the match, not only did Jericho have a very weird beard because it was massive. Yes. Really yes. Long, but... HBK was in a vest and looked like he was on crack. And well, it was like maybe that was something to do with Limp Biscuit because the song was called Crack Addict. <laughs> exactly. But it's like, why did you post that photo? You looked awful. You did not look like HBK. Yeah. But when he came to the ramp or came out the entrance or whatever, it was, it was good. You know, he was firing off the guns. Himself. Oh, those fucking confetti guns. Confetti pistols, which did not work, it was just like, what was. Th- Can you imagine if he'd had to do. He had to walk down and do four of them. Yeah. Why bother? What is the point of this? I don't get it. I don't but... know. And like, it's not like it's a Shawn Michaels thing, you know, like, no. like oh, Johnny didn't Lee Bad didn't... used to do it, didn't he? It, it was China that had the bloody fireworks. It was, yeah. Yeah. So it wasn't even that. The audio faders just started working now, by the way. So that's good. Hopefully oh, that, yes. that first two minutes of this section has not recorded mine. And but we'll find out. <laughs> we will <laughs> we'll find we out, podcast no, listeners. This, uh, uh, yeah, this was great. This was great. It was, you know, it was everything you would want from a, a Jericho Michaels match, and the roll up yeah. as well, wasn't it? Shawn Michaels didn't win with uh, with the sweet chin music, did he? he sort of rolled him up over the, from the corner, and I thought that was a good ending. It was, it was good, but it was another example of a kind of a match ending in a way you wouldn't necessarily expect. You know, like the women's match just sort of ended, and the men's tag match just sort of ended, and then this was like it didn't end with a finisher; it just ended with a roll up. Yeah, I agree. Which, Jim Ross was awesome in this. And this, for me, I'd have to say when Jim Ross was commentating on, on, on through this card, from this moment, 
was brilliant because he was telling the story of Sean's back and Sean selling his bad back. And this is Sean's first proper match back that isn't wrestling against Triple H. He had the three against Triple H. Yeah. yeah. No, what did he have? He had the SummerSlam, Triple H, the Elimination Chamber. They had the three stages of hell at New Year's or the Royal Rumble, I think it was. And then he had, this was his first proper match against Jericho, wasn't it? Uh, first yeah. proper match that isn't against Triple H or Elimination Chamber. Yeah. So we, the we thing that makes much. me sad about it, though, is the fact that it makes me realise that JR does actually deserve his status as a commentating legend. He was and he that, was brilliant uh, in this card uh, right yeah. at the start of the show, and they made such a big deal of it. And like Je- um, uh, Jerry King Law was like, "You got your your um, John Wayne cufflinks on JR," and it like that yeah. setting as well. He had the Raw tag team, Raw commentary team looking out to the arena, looked great. And yeah. then you know the SmackDown guys were down Smackdown by the ring. Yeah, um, old, but JR, but JR was brilliant. He was above everybody on this whole show. Incredible, JR was, and this was it's the match for show. me. It showed it when he's saying about Shawn Michaels was bad back and Shawn selling the back, and JR's going, "Stop it, it's back." Can he get through this? Oh, it's so good. It's just a shame now because it makes me go, "Jesus Christ!" You know, he's awful now. <laughs> he's just in, oh, he's, he's awful. just an old man. Just please get him off my television. Which you shouldn't be thinking for someone of a legendary status like that. No, yeah. he's he's awful now. Um, but this this is this is fantastic. I, I thought this yeah, was this this was a great a great match. Um, the fact that Jericho, you know, hit Shawn Michaels with his own finisher was was great. It was just yeah, it was just it was everything you would want. It had like your know, highs and lows, and Jericho crying because he couldn't pin him and, and kick him in the nuts at the end. Finish. Yeah, big screw at the end with a with a low blow to the crotch. It just yeah. I mean, a lot of a lot of people were swearing and using, you know, flipping the bird at, at the crowd throughout this whole show, which again makes you realise how much WWE's changed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it was. Um, yeah, this was great. This was genuinely one of the highlights of the show. This was, I think, um, a lot of the reviews of the time gave it match of the night, or they stole the show. I think um, yeah. in one of the books, Jericho says that this this stole the show. They went long, but Sean was like, "Doesn't matter when you steal the show." Uh, it doesn't matter how long you go. So it was a great match. And this was such a cool period of time in, in WWE. Because you had, you know, you had the new guys coming through. New-ish like Benoit. I know he'd been around for ages. And Eddie in the next year would win the belt. Much as like I said, I wasn't into watching Benoit. But then you had these other guys still being able to work. Like like HBK going against someone like Jericho, which you thought you'd never see. Um, and Booker T there. You know, WCW guy going against Triple H for the, for the belt. Uh you know things like that were great i thought i love this period of time in WWE. i thought it was so good i have to admit obviously i don't distinctly remember booker t being pushed quite so hard and it was all my, i don't know maybe my brain was was telling me something but it was like obviously i knew he didn't win um we're skipping ahead a little bit but um i'm not you know i never really looked at it and thought hang on a minute maybe booker t's got a chance here because the, the, one of the other things that kind of stood out for me about this time period was just I don't want to call it racial profiling, but they went so heavy on Booker T's history yeah. and the fact that he was in prison, and oh, he's a, you know his mum raised this many kids and she was on her own and then she died and he became a man at the age of twelve and it's just like this is this feels uncomfortable. Yeah, and Nick, um, um, JR and um, Jerry Lawler were bickering about it. Like, do you, are you in oh, on a champion like Booker T? In the, in yeah, the, Jerry Lawler wouldn't let it go. It, it was, was horrible. Not nice. It was racial profiling. I definitely it was. was. It was really so yeah, but but no. Before that, obviously, we had you know 
what would undoubtedly be one of the lowest points of the night, which is <laughs> no, it would, dude. I don't understand this at all. I mean, even for that period in time, four girls rolling around on a bed, but hitting with pillows. Didn't it visually look good though, Martin? So they're, they're filming it Ooh. from the stage out to this huge stadium of fifty thousand people. It looked like the old interview segments from back in the eighties, nineties. Amazing. It was like, what are they doing? And there was a moment where the two catfire girls had to rip each other's clothes off and one of them grabbed the wrong part of wrong piece of clothing and nearly went too far. Goodness me. Which was very interesting. Um it was just Jerry Lawler just dribbling over Oh my god. It is god. weird and like yeah, like literally slapping a naked ass. It's such a different different period of time. That was it's literally like Stacey Keeler barely had any pants on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like what spanking is going- these these women are getting paid for this and they're not it's yeah. just such Jonathan a different- Coachman's yeah, bear in mind Stacey Keeper's going into the Hall of Fame this year. Yeah, yeah, and she was married to George Clooney, wasn't she, for a period of time after that? When she <laughs> left the Fed. What is the coach's yeah. trousers get pulled down and then coach, the girls coach, roll yeah, over the coach, top of him and they pin yeah, him. Wearing those awful white wife runs. Yeah. And then they pin him because that's obviously the target of the match. Yeah, it was Quite frankly, Martin, I was very appalled that they didn't have a proper finish in this match. Disgusting. I mean, yes. unbelievable. There was no Which finish. cat fight girl is better? <laughs> it was the fact that they built up to this by having an argument about whether they would settle it in the ring or in a bed. It's like, <laughs> I'm pretty sure those things are not compatible. It's like you, don't, you don't go, do you know what? What's the opposite of a ring? A bed. Yeah, that's what I'm going to say. I'm going to suggest that we have a bed set up on the stage. Yeah, great. Wonderful. It was pretty bad, but very of the time. This is of its time. And yeah. Have you tried Muller Light? It's the yogurt, yeah? No, I I don't drink. I don't drink beer. It's not not Muller Light yogurt then? No, it comes with a corner. All right. (laughs) It's a beer with a side of jam. Oh, okay. Yeah, yummy. Tastes nice. Delicious. (laughs) Um, but there we go yeah and then we go for I, I guess the, the Raw no but not the Raw main event but I think JR was trying to sell it like that in a way because it was for the World Heavyweight Championship uh, Triple H versus Booker T which we spoke about a little bit but there was very much some racial profiling here and yeah. um, they were just really making WCW out to be shit as well he was five times yeah. champion of, of shitty WCW even JR said it on commentary because you ever work there King it's a terrible place to work yeah, that, that's the thing. It's like they were like Jerry Lawler was like it was a joke. WCW was a joke. Jr. tried to defend it, and then he went, and then Jr. said, uh, "No." Jerry Lawler said, "Was was it a joke?" And Jr. went, "You're damn right." Yeah. It's like, no, don't do that. You've literally just buried. He was like, "Oh, the whole thing was a joke." Oh, but Booker T wasn't. Booker T's not a joke. Oh, Booker T's not a joke. It's like, fuck off. WCW five can't times. be better than WWE, can it? His five titles there mean nothing. Exactly. It was, I mean, I'm, you know, I do like evolution trips, I think. Uh, With Ric Flair. Yeah, that's that's kind of my favourite era of trips. Uh, the purple, purple, purple pants. pants. Yeah, purple pants. Yeah, it was good. Although, obviously, you know, you want to speak about notable absences. Where was Batista? I think they talked back. Randy, where was Randy Orton? No, but they weren't even there. I know no. they were injured. They weren't even there. It's like, come on. There's a lot of people there, yeah. No, no Randy. Ramp or something, you know. 
could have done had evolution there that'd been a good moment then wouldn't it because especially as then yeah. would have been a good story for the next year's wrestlemania was it with triple h and was that the year after next year triple h and batista 20 or 21 I don't, I don't remember let us know in the comments podcast listeners yeah remind us old men remind <laughs> us about 19 year old wrestling at the time uh, yeah, exactly. you never know we might reveal it next year martin yeah, that's the thing. When we get to next year, I'm sure we'll do it. But yeah, yeah, it's, it was. I mean, as as a match goes, I liked it. I liked the fact that Ric Flair got involved, but not too much. I mean, he was the reason that the whole knee thing started. Obviously, yeah, that yeah then that sort of knee dropped, didn't he, on the on the stairs? Yeah, but it was and and look over the Harlem hangover, was, didn't he, and landed on Triple H's head. Oh Jesus Christ! Yeah, when he when he jumped on the throat rope and he landed right on his head, brutal move was, that Harlem hangover from the angle, yeah. from the first angle, it's like ah, he missed him by a mile, and then they showed the replay, and it's like nope, he landed square on his head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was not nice. But um, my favorite moment was the was Jr. almost having some kind of paralytic attack because Triple H decided to use the Indian Deathlock. Yeah. Is, oh God, yeah. It was really boring. <laughs> This is a brutal move, is it? It's just He's a bit doing boring. a really boring leg rest yeah. hold. Just lying there. Lying on his chest doing press-ups a little bit. This is the most brutal move I've ever seen in my life. Oh, goodness. Yeah, that was, was rubbish. Like, calm down, Joe. It's just a leg lock. Not calm seen down. this for years. It's just yeah. resting. Yeah, n- not great. <laughs> That was, uh, but, but yeah, Triple H hits the pedigree, and I think he waits about 20 seconds or so to pin Booker T. He doesn't even pin him straight away. You suck, yeah. Booker T. No, it was it was that that big big leg drop to the head. I was like, Ooh, ouch. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't think this was but, Booker T's moment to win the belt here, was it? Never was going to be. I don't think Triple H. That's the thing. You could sort of go, he's not going to. Yeah, I knew back then when this when this was happening. I remember. I knew Booker T wasn't winning twenty years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It was. It was one of those matches where you just knew what was going to happen, even if it didn't happen. So. Yeah. But then, yeah, it was all it was all right. Again, though, big names, not the best match on the not the best. Yeah, Triple not the H hardly ever has the best match on the card around this period of time. He did against Undertaker. Well, Undertaker at seventeen was quite good. But then you had Hogan Rock, didn't you? No, not Hogan Rock. Um, Austin Rock at that WrestleMania, and uh, some other great matches at seventeen. But Triple H around this time didn't have a very good WrestleMania record. Only a few right. years later, he started having the good matches. Yeah, he was. I mean, Triple H was still sort of, you know, on his journey, as it were. He was, yeah. Yeah, still quite, looked quite young. Of yeah. course, he was handed the heavyweight championship as well. Yes, yeah, they talked about that during the match as well. The fact that he was just handed. Jay, this is another thing. I, you know, I don't have a problem with heel commentators, but at least the heel commentator has to have a point that that makes you go, actually, yeah, do you know what? That's a fair point whatever yeah and the fact that jerry lawler was there going why shouldn't he be handed the title it's like because that's not how it works yeah yeah yeah. although i didn't mind um on this this card which was quite good there wasn't much backstage stuff apart from the muller like catfight yogurt girls there wasn't any like bischoff there being gm or stephanie being gm it was just just matches matches and the cool intro videos they had the interview with the rock yeah that was cool as well he's bad he wasn't jokey rock he was like Badass rock, wasn't he? Yeah. I've he done everything in Hollywood, but I've never beaten Austin at WrestleMania. And that was a great story for the for the match. Yeah, exactly. But exactly. before that, Martin, we had a match that was 20 years in the making. So the time from this WrestleMania to, to right now here in 2023 was the same time it took to make this match. Hulk Hogan 
defeated Vince McMahon in a street fight. This was really pushed as the main event as well. This was on the front cover of the DVD. Yeah, I... Great Martin, here's Vince. <laughs> it was great. I, I yeah. Test was... the strength mind for about seven minutes. The, the whole the whole thing at the start where Vince was narrating going, for 20 years, I've wondered what would happen if I had a fight with Hulk Hogan. It's like, no, you fucking haven't. Yeah. You literally haven't thought that for 20 years. 20 years ago, you were just a puny bloke and Hulk Hogan could have kicked the shit out of you. Yep. Now you're full of steroids. You're an old man. Looking we were... jacked. Yeah, exactly. I mean, what was he? What was he then? I mean, so he was in his 50s, wasn't he? He, he was probably in the late 50s. Yeah, late because he's what late seventies now. Hmm. Yeah, so it would have been late fifties. So, I mean, yeah, absolutely jacked to the nines on on all kinds of pills. But um, <laughs> yeah, the the fact that it was literally like ten minutes of test your strength, and every single time ended in a kick to the gut. <laughs> yeah, like, I would get up and go. But gotta say, mine. I'm not saying. So we had the Triple H Booker T match. Crowd not really into it. Sorry, they just weren't. Like, they weren't bothered about Booker T. Hulk Hogan. Getting test of strength against Vince McMahon. He just looks out to the crowd like, and the crowd are going, yeah, come on. Come. Crowd are loving it. He's not doing anything. That's it was just utter pantomime, which I guess is the best. That is wrestling. wrestling. That yeah. is the best kind of wrestling. They're doing nothing. And the crowd are going nuts for Hulk Hogan just looking out to the crowd. Go, come on, come on, help me. And everyone's, come on, Hulk, beat this. And you just get kicked in the tummy again. This match, the, the, the thing about this match facial expressions yeah yes. this match proved why face expressions are the thing you know and you can play up you don't have to be particularly good you have to be you know vaguely competent but if you can pull off the drama and the look because you know there were various bits vince obviously blading like a fucker just dripping yeah. everywhere mate oh Every, that was God. horrible yeah. horrible um poor old hugo uh, team guy smashed in the head with a chair yeah literally getting a ch- an unprotected chair yeah, to- loads of unprotected chair shots in this match as well oh. just like jesus age christ you know hogan blading really like not well and i don't mean that from a perspective of he was bleeding everywhere literally like dude you might as well have just not bothered yeah it was just pointless um when he got hit by, uh, with because he's like he got hit by he clearly went under the ring to get something then he got hit in the face with a chair and then he laid down by the announce table for a bit going, stabbing <laughs> himself in the face. Um, but the, the the moment for me, Hogan's in the ring. Hogan's in the ring, that's fine. And Vince goes under and gets that lead pipe as the, the shot. angle, yeah. The shot of his head coming up like that with that look on his face, that grin on his face. That is entertainment. I think, out, for me, out of all the Vince McMahon moments in ring, that's probably one of the best Vince McMahon moments. Yeah, just that, not doing anything, that, just looking covered in blood with a pipe about to wallop Hulk Hogan. That and him getting excited and falling off a chair. Yes, 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 <laughs> yes, yes. That was good. Okay, there's a bit when the first unprotected chair shot outside the ring as well. The Hogan, um, he's leaning up against the, the corner of the ring post and Vince swings and hits the, po- hits the post, drops the chair. Hogan gets up the chair wallops Vince right on the head and just goes right on brothers and everyone's like yeah it's great <laughs> I remember that I remember that he said right on brothers with me watching the DVD over and over years ago yeah, it was great. yeah it was he did bleed too much Vince was too yeah it was too much but, and um... Vince leg drops Hulk Hogan <laughs> off a ladder through a table 
<laughs> because that was great. This is the thing is, there were so many things in this that were just like, this match should not have happened. It was not a good match. No, but it was, but it was the best match. It was the entertainment. It, it was great. So they go always like this test of strength of Hogan just looking out to the crowd doing nothing and everyone's going bananas. And then they think, well, I know what we could do to just do a little bit more. Let's leg drop Hulk off the bloody ladder. It's unbelievable. And all of a sudden as well, <coughs> excuse me, um, Roddy Piper turns up. What I don't, <coughs> this is the thing. I don't remember much of the wrestling TV at that time. I I understand obviously like there was the connection between Roddy Piper and Vince and Hogan. And yeah. I get that's fine, but I don't get why he was there. At I don't all. know. Just turns up and then wallop. He looks like he's going to hit Vince on the head with the pipe and he's fat and awful. massively fat. I remember that when he came out in the. Well, I recorded it off of Sky Sports, wherever I was back then, and watched it in the morning because I thought Hulk Hogan would have to retire. I was uh, just couldn't miss it. I was so scared they'd lose. Um, and Roddy Piper like blows his nose on Hulk Hogan after hitting him with the pipe. Disgusting. Yeah, it was awful. It was awful. Absolutely. Just... And he blew his nose on Vince. Yeah. But, oh God! Spit, I just don't understand snot, why he was blood. Just, it, was, it was literally like, "Come on, Vince! Come on, Vince! Get up!" Smacks Hogan. Fucks off. As I say, I, I don't get that. I don't get why he was there. And, and then the fact that Hogan just got up and went, yeah, that's fine. And then leg drops Vince three times. Well, no, Brian Hebner, it, like Vince is going to wallop Hogan again with the pipe, isn't he? And Brian Hebner stops Vince. And then Vince chucks yes. Brian Hebner out the ring. And then yeah. Sylvan oh, Grognier, yeah, Sylvan Grognier. Comes, comes down. And Hogan kicks out and then does the three punch on Sylvan Grognier. And then, but the I loved it. The crowd is so quiet. It's like, boom, who, who, the punches. Great, mate. Three it leg drops. Too- it was the whole. Oh, he's got a. He's got the Montreal referee in his pocket, as if referring to the fact that the referees from Montreal <laughs> is like <laughs> basically that all people involved in screw jobs come from Montreal. <laughs> have to. It's just the rule. Oh, mate, it was great. Uh, and then um, at the end, Hogan's winning. Po- weirdly, in the network, you don't get Voodoo Child either. You got this horrible, weird, yeah. rubbish. It was a, like a Jim Johnson version oh, of Voodoo. awful, mate. Awful. Because yeah. you can see Hogan mountain stand up next to a mountain. And... Yeah, he's doing the, I'm going to chop him down, chop him down. It's like, shut up. Yeah, it doesn't work with that song. And then Shane yeah. comes down, doesn't he, to help his dad. I don't know if that was supposed to be leading to a Hulk Hogan-Shane match, which would have been bananas. Yeah. It was weird because he just like turned up in his suit, just didn't do anything, got in the ring, sort of ignored Hogan, and then just picked up Vince's head and went, you're right. And like, yeah, and then gave and then they gave weird. him the finger, didn't they? As oh, Vince, yeah, leaning up and giving him the finger. That was another yeah, epic visual. And then that would turn into Mr. America only a few months later, Martin. Amazing. Rubbish. <sighs> yeah. yeah. Disappointing. Never mind. Never mind. But, but yeah, like like you said, yeah, the highlight of the, the show for a spectacle, a pure spectacle. Vincent Man's best match? Ah. <sighs> I mean, it was certainly the one that was closest to being an actual match, I guess. I guess compared yeah. to the early Austin ones, he'd had a few more matches, you know, yeah, yeah. since then. So yeah, he yeah. learned the craft a little bit more, hadn't he? Yeah. Yeah. It was the closest I think you're going to get. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And he looked stupidly jacked. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yeah. But uh, then we... Let me go into the next match, Martin, and a legendary match for historic purposes as well up until last year. Stone Cold Steve Austin's final match where he was defeated by The Rock. Great match. It felt 
it felt like I'd seen right. Do you remember the period of time where every single fucking show seemed to feature John Cena versus Randy Orton? Yes. Yeah. This felt like that to me. I know it was only the third WrestleMania match, but they this really I mean obviously before. it was you know Stone Cold Steve Austin's last one and The Rock was starting to move on to Hollywood and stuff and yeah, you know, it was coming to an end for that as well. Um but this really did feel like it was like, okay, enough. I'm I'm done with this. This is let's just get this over with and you know, move on to someone else, please. But oh. it was a great it was a great match. I liked it and I think watching it now years later you can probably you can appreciate for those two guys maybe the emotion they were feeling of how they both came up together to the levels they were and this was yeah. they they knew it was Austin's last match as you can see from the rock where he's whispering in in Austin's ear at the end of the match and I liked it how Austin went down fighting. He took the three rock bottoms to be pinned. And even on the last week, still trying to elbow his way out of it. And and then rock pins him with it. It was, it was a good ending for, it was a serious, serious wrestling ending um, for the rock, who at the time was very jokey with his Hollywood character. He was a good heel and Austin going down fighting. It was a good, serious ending for the, for the, for Austin's wrestling career for, 18 years at the time I think it was you know yeah. um, I, I like the match I've never been a big Austin fan I've always liked The Rock but this was great I think uh, this card is really good good Wrestlemania card uh, from this is, this is the thing it's like when I got to this point in the, in the show I'm just like actually do you know what have I enjoyed this am I yes, am I you watching have. this show and actually like enjoying this and not not sitting here going what am I watching what the fuck <laughs> Lawrence you know I mean? Yeah, let, let's be clear. The only bits I actually actively skipped were the Lid Biscuit concerts. That was the only part I skipped. I watched the rest of it, and you know, it was it was good. I mean, this match especially, it's like you know, the Rock being all like kind of you know telling the crowd, "I'm smart, I'm smart, I got out of that." And then he gets out and he puts on the fucking vest, yeah, and starts to do a stunner, and it's just like geez. keeps going wrong when he puts the vest on, doesn't he? And takes off yeah. and messes up the, the people's the, elbow. The vest is cursed. Yeah, bulletproof vest. It was great. It was a great match, dude. Great. Very, very much enjoyed this WrestleMania. I don't know how much it cost me on DVD, but all those years ago, it was money well spent. Maybe I gave it away in the grab bag all those years ago. Wouldn't surprise me. No, back in the day, those were like. Sorry, I always thought they were like thirty quid. Were they really? They were two disc shows, weren't they? They were always two discs. Yeah, they were. Yeah. Back in the day when DVDs, you know, you had to flip them over. We've got Grot Bags here. He's still with us. Grot Bags update. Is he still alive? My God. He's still alive. It's still stinky. There he is. <laughs> Stinks more than ever. He's still here. He hasn't lost any weight. So he got fatter. Uh, just like uh, the big show did at the start of this WrestleMania card. Exactly. Um, yeah. but this was this was a good match. But, uh, you know, obviously the, the fact that it was Austin's last was bittersweet. Yes. Do you think it didn't tarnish his legacy, did it, this match against Kevin Owens, when you watch this now, in hindsight? Uh, no, no, not really. No. I, th- I, th- I thought it was, you know, I thought this was a good way to go out. Obviously, you know, you're never going to go out on a high. I mean, I think maybe the fact that the Kevin Owens thing ended as it did, maybe did kind of bring it back. Obviously, gave him the win. And yeah, yeah, stuff. that mania and everything, yeah. 
Yeah. It, it was good. It was good. It was good. I enjoyed it. And then uh and then we go into the final match, the main event as as they yeah. call it. Um yeah. I mean I think this match I think it's a very, very big shame that this match is remembered for one thing and one thing only. Because uh, that's not fair. No. That's I felt like so the main, the match had brought Lesnar Kurt Angle. I felt that the crowd weren't so into the uh, for one of better real wrestling stuff. No, it was they, when, they were into the spectacle. Yes, but then once like Brock would pick up Kurt Angle for F five, they'd go bananas. And it's a yeah. completely different Brock selling, selling for ages, constantly selling, wasn't he? And of course, yeah. Kurt Angle at the time had the broken neck. He was done for a year after this. Yeah, it was it was such a weird match because obviously, you know, because of the broken neck thing and the fact that it was known, um, you know, it was obvious that the the torch was going to be passed because they're not going to be doing it at any other show. It's going to be happening here. Yeah, yeah. You know, the fact that they put it under such stipulations where basically he couldn't, unless he won, he couldn't have kept it. Yeah. He, he, the, the odds were stacked against him. Um, and the match itself was, you know, actually pretty good. You know, there were lots of Olympic slam attempts, you know, F5s. It was it was a good, proper wrestling match. Obviously, the crowd was not into that because the crowd was not there to watch wrestling. They were not there to watch, you know, catfight girls and Hogan bleed everywhere. But I think felt like they were into it when there was the stuff like the, like when Kurt Angle took Brock Lesnar to Suplex City. They were going yeah. nuts for those German suplexes and the F5s and things like that. It was just the college yeah, collegiate boost. wrestling style at the start. Wasn't, the the crowd boost. weren't into it. But in comparison to the previous year's WrestleMania with Jericho, um, Triple H, the crowd was so much more up for this. They were still up for it. Okay. That, the year before, they it did not care. Crowd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was the fact that they kind of waited for their cues of the big the big moves, I think, on that day. But again, like I said, it is such a shame that this match is remembered basically for one thing and that's brock knocking himself stupid yes and i mean he you know, he's done those, stupid as well he's done those interviews where he's like i don't remember that match you yeah know, i did shoot star press i fell on my head and then the next thing i knew i was backstage and then won the belt yeah so, love that belt as well mark it's it's a nice belt it's a very very the undisputed is it undisputed or what WWE championship at the time of changes it was, it, uh, yeah 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 yeah, it was nice. It was a nice belt, but uh, but obviously Brock winning it was a big deal. Do you think it took uh, it away that he was previously champion if this was his first uh, victory? But he won the belt against The Rock at SummerSlam. Not bad. After beating Hogan and the Undertaker and everybody, didn't he? So this was a this was a whole solidifying of of Brock being. When did he the lose guy. it? Did he lose it to Big Show? Oh no, that. that was the, that was the year before. Survivor Series. I can't remember where he lost it. I don't. Can't remember. No, I hope Gold, it wasn't. Not Goldberg. No, Ed. Oh, wait, not Eddie. He lost it to Eddie, didn't he? What Eddie Guerrero? He held it till Eddie. Hang on. What is it? We talking about um, Brock? Yeah, because uh, Goldberg screwed him at No Way Out the next year. Uh, WrestleMania 19. Hold on. Let's have a look. It's Brock Lesnar. Where's Brock Lesnar? Hang on. That's boring. Right, results. Brock Lesnar beat Kurt Angle. Uh, it doesn't say. Hold on. Hold on. Uh, WrestleMania. Yep. 
and Lesnar to improvise. Whereas after the, after WrestleMania, Lesnar turned his attention to John Cena. Yeah, so he turned he started fighting with John Cena. Oh, he lost it. He lost it to, to Angle. That's when that's when Cena introduced the FU. Yes, uh, and then he beat Cena, uh, resumed his rivalry with the Big Show. Um, Lesnar beat the Big Show. That's hang on. That's where the ring collapsed. Uh, Lesnar lost the title to Kurt Angle in a triple threat match at Vengeance. Right, yeah, yeah. Which is a smack the first ever SmackDown exclusive pay-per-view. Yeah. yeah. So no, so he did lose it back to Angle, so that's not so bad. So Angle was back quite quick then, September. With a broken yeah. neck yeah. surgery. Wow. He was back. Yeah. Kurt Angle, because he had a broken neck in this match was amazing. Kurt Angle just doing anything in his condition at any point in his life is ridiculous. Yeah. And that man should not have been doing half the things he was doing. So. No, no. Uh, but I um I enjoyed this. I enjoyed it, mate. This whole card was really good. I think it's, the whole thing was great. It's hard better to than last year. Match. Oh god, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's hard to watch this last match knowing that most of it Lesnar was not basically with it mm. because now if you didn't know, you wouldn't know, and then when you know, you're like. I can fucking see it. You can see his eyes. Oh, He's yeah. Clearly there. So it was weird. The he didn't know to celebrate, did he? All the fireworks went off. I think Kurt got him up. Kurt was like, quick, give yeah. me a hug. Yeah. They, yeah. they literally, it, it wasn't a case of Kurt Angle embracing Lesnar. It was the fact that someone's got to hold this guy up. Hold him up knocked out. I believe he didn't kill himself. If he wasn't as muscly, he probably might have, he very well could have it, killed himself. His muscly neck was the thing that stopped him from breaking. Muscles. Insane, absolutely. And the, the worst thing is, you know, this is this is to, to cap it all off. I've seen videos of Brock Lesnar back in the day doing a shooting star press. Yeah, and the man was not obviously you can't say is the man was insane. Yeah, you know, he almost defied gravity in that the move. The one I saw him do, he would jump off the top rope and literally almost stop turn in mid-hair and then drop and it was like that's insane how is that man that big doing it and the fact that he fucked it at wrestlemania was i think like, he was told by someone to do it wasn't he, he hadn't done it for ages because he was being a beast wrestler and yeah obviously yeah, the... yeah he was this was like this was the point where they go this is your chance to show you're not just the guy that does yeah, and he hadn't done it for about a year or so since he's been in as the next yeah. big thing just being a beast and being the shit out of everyone um so he was like, yeah. he wasn't practiced with it. I think they sprung on him. And you could see he just second-guessed himself. He didn't jump properly, did he? And bloody yeah, hell. It's a, it's a shame. But yeah, I mean, the match itself up until that point was really good. And like you said, the, the card as a whole, I am disappointed and angry with myself. <laughs> that I enjoyed it as much as I did. <laughs> because I, I went in going, oh God, Lawrence is making me watch this show. I can't believe I'm watching this. And then by the end of it, I was like, actually, you know what? I don't feel like I've wasted my time. I enjoyed it, mate. I thought it was I thought it was good. It's a good wrestling card. It was better than WrestleMania 18. Although, yes. no, it was better than WrestleMania 18, definitely. And the, the roster is so stacked with some great wrestlers. The stadium's amazing. The crowd are great. They're, they're not dead at the end of the show. Uh, exactly. Limp Biscuit are amazing. Not. It was, yeah. It Two was Limp Biscuit performances 
yeah, it was genuinely good, apart from the concerts, which I could have could have done without. Although the guitarist had the same as the same guitar as Meryl, the PRS, is that the same one? It's, it's you know, obviously, I was I was younger then. Okay, I was twenty five. Twenty five. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I distinctly, you know, I remember the time of bands doing that on stage, you know, not just, oh, look, I'm playing an instrument. They literally had to jump around like fucking lunatics. Yeah. It's like, uh, did I really listen to that? I mean, I was never really into Limp Bizkit, So, Although I did like, see, this is the thing. I didn't like Limp Bizkit, I did like Saliva. That's, oh, God. The only Limp Bizkit song I liked was the one from Ministry, Mission Impossible 2. Yes. Because I hate what was Yeah, the Mission Impossible thing. Yeah. yeah. I think that oh, was, was that was the film that made me think, I'm going to grow, start growing my hair long. It wasn't all the rock music. It was Tom Cruise. He had great hair in Mission Impossible 2. <laughs> no, see, I, I when it came to that music, see, I was I was a Brit rock guy, so I was still into my Iron Maidens. No way. Yeah. Afraid so. Is Limp Biscuit the biggest part of this show that really we spoke about them a lot and they're the standout I, thing of Wrestlemania 19 I, it's like the fact that they had two concert segments for them and they were proclaimed to be WWE's favourite band last year was all Saliva there were like three concert segments oh, for Saliva look. 18 there? There we watched 18 that we was did. the one with yeah they, there were three Saliva segments at 18 uh, not, not my cup of tea Martin no, not not good. But no. yeah, but yeah. So overall, anyone listening, if you have your doubts about WrestleMania 19, don't. Yeah, give it a watch. Yeah, if you're if you're least, here wanting to watch an old WrestleMania leading up to WrestleMania 39, watch WrestleMania 19. Yeah, don't don't be intimidated by the fact that it's 3:47 because you can skip at least half an hour of it. Oh yeah, a lot of it's low, a lot of old. And you can slow down the Miller Muller like Cafe girls. <laughs> Extend that to half an hour instead. <laughs> Um, but there we go, mine. WrestleMania 19 in the bag. That was good. I enjoyed that. It was good fun. Good to be back recording yeah, the podcast no, too. It was good. It was good. And thank you for everyone who's checking this out. Uh, thank you to Barracles as well for posting up the uh, some content on this podcast feed. There'll be more uh, retro podcast reviews on this podcast feed. And uh, where can anyone find out what you're doing, mine? Uh, nowhere, because I don't exist. Martin doesn't <laughs> exist. I am. Um, my job requires me to not exist on the internet <laughs> yes and uh, I work, i'm a spy I'm no your secret secret wrestling uh correspondent yes yes <laughs> <laughs> and uh and uh come and see me around the country playing a don't stop believing i'll be everywhere all over the country so if you want to come see message me and i'll try and get on the guest list guys and uh if not check us out we'll be doing some more retro podcasts here on this podcast feed and thank you for everyone's support much love thank you martin ciao ciao Bon way, everybody. Enjoy WrestleMania. Happy WrestleMania, everybody. Goodbye. Uh, oh, wait. Don't want to edit. Oh, so I reconnect the meeting, Mark.